extra, extra, read all about it. Broadway Billy just struck again in Manhattan. Tearing up the scene, Broadway Billy. That's right. Hey, it is Broadway Billy. Broadway Billy, that's it. Aren't you Broadway Billy, baby? Yes, the phenomenal Broadway Billy has struck again. Broadway Billy. Broadway Billy. Come on by. This is another episode of the Super P Podcast. It is our Polo Parata in my gimmick mask. This is from Nez, New York City, from LA, uh, one of my homegirls. Be sure to check her Instagram out, Nez York City. She makes masks, she makes clothes. And uh, yeah, just want to give her a shout out. And uh, GK, how are you doing? I'm still doing okay. <laughs> well, last week I said good, right? Yeah, so what's your new answer? I'm still good. Okay, that's I can take that. And I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, our guest today is uh, one of my longtime friends. He manages a lot of artists. Um, one of them is uh, Rock Marciano. Mount Marcy is the new project. We have the... I think that's the one before Mount Marcy on there. Absolutely. But uh, Jazz on Gang, Mr. Jazz, how you doing? I'm well, sir. I'm well. You know what I'm saying? Feeling marvelous. So, you know what I'm first and foremost, you look marvelous. Um, how have you been dealing with COVID? Because like you, you are a dad. And how are you going through this with your, with your daughter? Um, things have been different. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I guess we have to deal with the new norms mm -hmm. in the world. Um, for me, I'm fine. You know what I'm saying? As long as my daughter is fine, then I'm fine at the end of the day. Right. For her, she's dealing with remote learning, so of course, yeah. she misses her friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That that social aspect is something that children need mm -hmm. at the end of the day, so I know she's kind of a little disturbed by it all and, and all the changes that has to happen, but again, like I said, these are the new norms and these are the things we have to deal with, so She's brave. She's 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 been great. Yeah, because I think it's good. Cause you know, as you know, I have four kids, and uh, it's good to talk to them and kind of steer them through this. Cause you know, I think to them it is kind of stressful because their whole like dynamic is just getting flip flops. You know what I'm saying? Of course, of course, it's, it's it is stressful. I mean, again, for us, we didn't have to deal with such things. Right. We just had to wake up, go to school, and. <laughs> do the best that we can in a right. set of circumstances. For them, they, they got to adjust. They're, they're basically having to go through a, a reality that is an uncomfortable one. It's okay. ever-changing. Uh -huh. And, yeah, we, you know, we all have to be careful. But, again, like I said, these are the new norms and the things that we've been, that's been thrusted upon us. And right. we, have, we have to adjust. Mm -hmm. So as far as the music business, um, how's, how, how, how has the adjustments been for you? Um, we're self-contained. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, everything that's went on for some has been a rough patch. For us, on some levels, has been a blessing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we still function as a business. We're able to put out music on our own terms. And um, the ball has just been moving forward at the end of the day. You know what I mean? From Marcy Alago to Mount Marcy, which is available now. Mm -hmm. Everything's been lovely. Everything's been lovely as far as that's concerned. Yeah, man, that project, I tell you. I, man, that song, uh, I know we, early we were talking about just uh, separate songs, but that song he has with Cool Keith, Broadway Bully. 
Crazy. <laughs> I was like, crazy. I was, I was like, rocking Cool Keith. Here we crazy. go. Well, cool Keith still makes music. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Wow, you I need know. to hear that song, that bro. Crazy. And and the wild thing about it for me, as I first got the album, I didn't know it was Cool Keith. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially as you're listening to it, it doesn't sound like the, I guess, everyday Cool Keith flow, so to speak. Not to say that Cool Keith flow is everyday because he's a style merchant, so. You're always going to get something different with him at the end of the day. But um, like always, he's been great. This is not the first time Cool Keith and Rock has worked together. Mm-hmm. They did something on Ray West's album. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Cool Keith is a legend. That goes without saying. Yeah, man. And uh, speaking about legends, what you think about MF Doom passing? Hurtful. Hurtful. That's Long Island's own. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Personally, for me, I've been knowing him for a couple of decades. You know what I'm saying? He's from. He's originally from England. But, you know what I'm saying, he landed down in Long Beach, New York, and in Freeport, New York, which is towns that are very adjacent to where I'm from, as far as Hempstead and Uniondale is concerned. Again, another legend, another great artist, somebody that this loss hurt a lot of people Mm -hmm. because he's very much beloved in his game. So, listen, man, another loss, another loss in in the fabric of of hip-hop. It's it's terrible. But as a lot of people are saying, uh, it was so doom-like because... uh, he died in October, and we found out in December. Well, that's very um, respectful as far as how it was handled. They, um, his family wanted some privacy, mm-hmm. and that was what he was able to get in respect to his death. And usually that's not the case. Usually right, yeah. Yeah, that's what everybody finds out, and then everything just goes. And again, as, as it should be, people love the character, so they talk about the situation and talk about the death, but he was able to again receive some privacy, and and a, and the family was able to find some solace in the situation until they was ready to let the world know. So, mm-hmm. rest in perfection. A lot of people don't like the death date coming out of their relative because it's it's personal information. You know, people use it to pry, so a lot of people will just hold that for themselves. It, and yeah. I think that's understandable. Yeah, yeah, that's it that's is, very yeah. understandable. It is. Sometimes you you would like some privacy in mourning your loved one at the end of the day. And sometimes you just don't want to hear the, oh, well, you know, how did it happen? What happened? Those are things that you may not want to address. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to be able to get over it at the end of the day. So we was able to give them some, some of that sort of privacy. And I, th- I think that's beautiful. Yeah, man. I, I mean, yeah, they handled it how you should handle it. You know, private, private, uh, something that private, especially, you know, it's his family. So they should have the right to withhold anything, you know what I'm saying? And, and especially he wasn't able to come back to the States per the set of circumstances that, you know, our government have dealt with. And truth be told, that was doing Obama's, you know, time in office. So he was never able to come back home. So that's, that's just a terrible set of circumstances. That's crazy, like how they kept him... They slick wrapped him, like they deported. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Now I won't say deport. Just wouldn't let him come back home. He was already in England, and he wasn't able to come back home to his loved ones. So, because you would think all those years, they would find a way to get him to come back. You know, it it, it makes no sense at the end of the day. It doesn't. And, it, and it's a terrible way to suffer, knowing that ultimately your family is here, and you're someplace else, and maybe you know what I'm saying your loved ones are not able to get to you to share those final moments at the end right. of the day. so Because even with some of the Jamaican artists, they have the same problem with their visas. Same issue. They, they won't let them back in. Same issue, dealing with visas. Yeah, and Beanie Man and Bounty Killer, they won't let them in. 
Absolutely. I mean, even just as like a taxpayer, the U.S. said he should want MF Doom just for like a money. You know, he brings in money. But you would think, you would Slick, think, you know what, Slick Rick, when he got deported, he just never seemed the same again. It was like he was cold to America. So a lot of people, you know, would go through something traumatic like that. They have harsh feelings towards, you know, the people that did it to them. It's understandable. Absolutely. Yeah, but another another thing I well, I what I don't like is what I'm seeing is how people are so called fans of Doom hawking like their all their personal items of Doom are on eBay now, <laughs> which is great. So, I just, it was crazy. Like then we then you were never a true a true fan. Um, you know what? I, I try not to be overly opinionated as far as how people show their love for beloved people at the end of the day i mean yeah we might feel that ultimately they should be able they should want to keep those keepsakes forever but in the same breath you know again you just never know how people how it affects people sometimes maybe they wanted to you know what i'm saying maybe they're in money issues you just never know you just never know i mean but for me i think i hear you but i think for most people it's a cash grab they see the sneakers at three thousand dollars probably it's so I mean, it's like you can look at it the other way around yeah. where like if the person's actually a fan and then they sell a pair of like the SBs, the Nike SBs, and they get three thousand dollars for it. They really need that money for like their mortgage or something. It's, exactly. It's like, and that's the only thing that I'm MF, trying to not MF Doom like, you know, pay their mortgage and you know, like yeah. that's some real shit. Exactly. I don't know, because I have a lot of MF Doom memorabilia and I'm not getting rid of none of it. Oh, and some business worth a lot of money, but I, mean, I, I don't think twice. It's going to sit there till it has to sit there. Well, ultimately, the pandemic has put a lot of people through a lot of different issues as yeah. far as, you know, saying their personal finances are concerned. And again, at the end of the day, if people are able to restable their footing financially mm. and have to relieve themselves of certain paraphernalia from a beloved figure, I, I'm not mad at that. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like I said, people mourn in different ways and people have issues, you know what I'm saying, financially. And I don't think we should be so hard on everyone at the end of the day, especially during these times. Right. It's got to be understanding. Got to show a little bit of understanding. See, that's why you're the wise one. You know, if anybody looks at his uh, Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, I will tell you that. Like some of them quotes, bro, like you be spitting, man. <laughs> It'd be like crazy, like yo. The wild thing about that is that I'll be telling people all the time, I don't I don't put that out there, you know what I'm saying, to kind of get people's attention. I'll be kind of putting that out there for me. Like sometimes you gotta put things into the universe so that ultimately you can see them and hear them and feel them. Right. And let them manifest at the end of the day. So those quotes really be for me. Right. <laughs> really. Really. So honestly. you just literally be sitting at the table and just like, okay. And you just something pops up and then you just Something I might have read, something I, something I might have went through in my experiences, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely do a lot of, you know, a lot of reading, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of the lost art these days. Mm-hmm. People just don't read anymore, right, right, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah, those those things, uh, people would say they're prophetic, but they're not. They're just something that's coming from my heart and my soul, and I'll put that out there for me to remind myself of how I should be mm. or how I should react to things at the end of the day. Yeah. Can we talk about that hat for a second? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so the hat says Moors on it Absolutely. instead of Coors, right? Yes, sir. And 
when I met you outside, you introduced yourself as a more. Absolutely. And that's never, what I am. Never heard anybody say that, you know? It's a lot of moors, especially in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's my nationality. That that to me is above anything that I can speak towards as far as something that's cultural. It's definitely not something that is religious. You know what I'm saying? This is not like a one-day sort of thing. This is who I am. This is who my family is. My family are um, originally of the Blackfoot Indian Nation. You know what I'm saying? Some, some of my ancestral background can be traced to Morocco, which is, again, Northern Africa at the end of the day. Mm. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I, I, I wear my nationality proudly. I mean, is it fair to say the Moors are, like, black Vikings, kind of? Like... I, I, I don't... I wouldn't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess if, if, if to simplify it, you might want to say take it that way, but um, Moors have been here since the beginning of time. You know what I'm saying? Vikings are dated way after, you know what I'm saying, the Moorish Empire. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The Moorish Empire gave democracy to the United States at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And again, we we originated in Northern, Northern Africa. And truth be told, just not to get deep into it, but where we're standing is really Northwest Africa at the end of the day. As far as, you know what I'm saying, if you put the con put the different continents together and before the 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 split of the continents at the end. So yeah, I, I I try to pass some information, you know what I'm saying, just to keep people aware. It's, you know what I'm saying, yes, you know what I'm saying, we are Islamic people, we are Muslims, but um my my disposition is not one of any sort of malice. You know what I'm saying? My disposition is one of peace. Mm -hmm. My disposition is one of understanding. My disposition is one of trying to bring people together so that we all can understand each other at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And those things are necessary, whether we talk about then or talk about now. Mm. You know what I mean? So, You know, I'm part Sicilian, so I'm a little familiar, you know? That's kind of what, uh, why I said it was like Vikings. You know, Absolutely. from my standpoint, Absolutely. right? I got you. But I also don't know much about it, so, you know. Oh. That's why I said it, you know what I'm saying? If you was to simplify it, I can understand exactly where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying? Especially dealing with Italy where even in in there you have two different types of Italians, so to speak. Right, right. Where you have, you know, those Italians that's been connected with the Moors as well, which are a darker Italian. And then you have the other Italians that are more towards the, the Spanish side of things, we'll call it, so to speak. So, again, it's it's... It's important that we understand the likenesses of all of the cultures instead of just always pointing out the differences. Hmm. Told you. Yeah, he did. Now <laughs> I know some more things. About yeah, that's things. good. You, you're learning. You're learning. And another thing you be doing also on Twitter that I got to bring up is uh, how you is you educate people like with on streams and how streams are you know, how they go. And you, you have these graphs and you really break it down, bro. Like Information sharing is a lost art. People act as if if you share information that you somehow are going to lessen your position. For me, I feel as if that information needs to be shared, especially if you're in a situation where you want to be independent. You want to maximize what you're doing, whether we're talking about streaming of music 
or I don't care if we're talking about podcasts, which you know, which we're doing right now. That information is, is allows you to monetize in a proper manner and get your footing together as far as this business is concerned. Because the people, the powers that be, doesn't don't want you to be rich mm-hmm. or, or to get your money the way you should get your money right. and, and to be self-contained and be um, be independent. You know what I'm saying? As a business person, they'd rather just pull you into some sort of conglomerate, say this this podcast gets extra large, you know, a big podcast distributor will pull you in and not give you any information. Pay you a couple of dollars, of course. Mm. But if they're giving you that money, imagine what you could have got on your own. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I, a lot of this information goes back to conversations that I used to have with Combat Jack. God rest his life, Reggie mm-hmm. Joe said. Rest in peace. He always preached the aspect of information, the aspect of service, and the aspect of sharing information. That's everything of what he was about at the end of the day. So I, I try to just, you know what I'm saying, take, a, again, more of those things that I picked up in, along the way and try to push them forward, pay it forward. Yeah, because I know it's probably been beneficial for you and Rock, just, you know, because you guys are independent, and you guys been independent and been pretty good at it, you know, for years. Well, you know, it, it, it came down to a situation where, you know, we've been part of the game, you know what I'm saying, just taking it backwards, you know, Rock was signed to um, Flip Mode mm-hmm. as far as Electro Records with Buster Rhymes. We, oh, Rock was signed to Flip Mode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? We used the last artist, mm-hmm. part of the whole Flip Mode thing, you know what I'm saying? Rock is on certain songs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doing the Flip Mode time. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, also, Rock was signed to SRC with Steve Rifkin, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Truth be told, Mossberg was in Steve Rifkin's hands and he didn't believe in it, you know what I'm saying? So, that album ends up being the classic that it is because we believed in it and we decided to, you know what I'm saying, branch out independently and connect with an independent distributor and get that and get that music out there. So it's it's been something that we've always been willing to do, which is bet on ourselves. And when you bet on yourself, you have to arm yourself with information. You have to arm yourself with what you need that would be necessary for you to maximize and monetize properly. Mm-hmm. Would you ever be willing to like sign a new artist or is it like... We, we already have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, we, uh, we managed Stove Girl Cooks. Mm-hmm. His album is out now, Reasonable Boy. Drought. Um, rookie of the Year, if, if, if I might say so myself. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? It's, Fire. Stove Guard is an incredible artist and it's been a pleasure working with him. You know what I'm saying? And I do consultation work for a lot of different artists in the low. I don't... I don't always need my name out there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to help people along. I don't, I, I'm not looking for the glory. Mm-hmm. I'd rather push the culture forward. And anything that we do that people can plug into and kind of put into the things that, uh, to, into the ways that they handle business, then it's a pleasure. We, we are here to inspire with, with, a, with, with some of the OGs in this game. So, OG's job is to inspire and to pass information and and never hide the plug. If you if you were elder, you out here hiding hiding the plug, you a sucker. Mm-hmm. And that's just a fact. That's an ego thing. People would rather be gatekeepers than you know helpers, especially in New York City. You know, it's like a very closed circuit. So people like you, that are willing to pass information on freely, it's a rarity. It it, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't it's a rarity. be because ultimately, like I said, if you're if you're about the culture, if you're and again that's an overused term sometimes, but if you are truly about hip hop, 
you should be wanting to educate the younger cats that's coming behind us. Mm-hmm. That way they can get their, their footing together and they can become something great. You know what I'm saying? They can be the next Rock Marciano or or whoever you choose to want to identify with at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Next Jay-Z, next Nas, whoever, whoever. You know what I'm saying? But you got to give them the information to so they can be strong in how they move and be knowledgeable about what they do so they can stand on their own two feet properly. Mm-hmm. Can we maybe talk about the artwork on uh, Marcio Lago? Absolutely. So do you know the, the name of the artist? Who is he? Um, Bernard. Bernard Art. You know what I'm saying? That's that's somebody that you can find on, on IG and on Twitter as well. Um, he does incredible artwork. You know what I mean? He did Marcio Lago for us. Um, he's done some work for other people as well. West Side Gun, you know what I'm saying? He's one that I, I come to call to mind. And um, he did the Doom West Side Gun artwork as well. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Incredible, incredible brother. I mean, Marcia Lago is, is the artwork for uh, Marcia Lago is is incredible, if I do say so myself. Oh, yeah, it's all original. It's, a- absolutely, you know, absolutely. It's, that's a rarity as well. But um, we, we've, we've, we've put some great artwork together in the last couple of projects, truth be told. Even if you go to Behold a Dark Horse, you know what I'm saying? That artwork was incredible as mm-hmm. well. You know what I'm saying? And what we did with Marcio Largo, um, excuse me, what we did with Mount Marcy part himself, um, that was very visually aesthetic as well. You know what I'm saying? The pictures of rock kind of give you a kind of a Miami feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It almost like an art project. Exactly, yeah, okay. exactly. Um, rock connect with um, this gentleman by the name of Josue Thomas. Um, he's the owner of this art slash um, clothing store called the Gallery Department in California. Mm. And they meshed to create to create something great as far as Mount Marcy is concerned. Art that kill is the, yeah. it's the moniker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't just the music. It wasn't just the art. It was the ideals. You know what I'm saying? And those ideas manifested to the music and the art that surrounds Mount Marcy. Mm-hmm. Incredible piece of work. Is the vinyl that's on the table the one with, like, the bullet holes in it? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Um, It's not bullet holes. It's just a, um, a vinyl variant, you know what I'm saying? You know, we we tend to want to do different things. The bullet hole one would be for Mount Marcy. Okay. This was just a, a spackled sort of feel for um for Marcy Alago. And we had a couple of different um, vinyl variants. We always do that as far yeah. as when we put out music. We'll put out a regular black variant. Then we'll have a limited edition variant. And we might have one or two other variants just for people who just want to be the record collectors of the world. Right, and right. That's important. Yeah, because they came out with a, I remember they came with a gold joint for Rosebud's Revenge. Absolutely. Which I have. Absolutely. And I just didn't want to take it off the wall, so. Listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? It's sitting in the wall like I'm like nah, the, the, <laughs> I can't think of it. The vinyl game is important. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 very viable. Um, vinyl, as far as the economics are concerned, has never taken a, any slack at all. Um, from back in the days till now, vinyl is very valuable. You know what I mean? And and that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's that speaks to the hip hop sensibility, right. and not the rap sensibility. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people tend not to even press vinyl if we talk about no. popular artists. Vinyl is is 
is where the money's at. Vinyl is dope. Vinyl was dope. And I again, where the money very at. much a collector's sort of feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember I had a, a 50 cent vinyl for Rowdy Rowdy. When I opened it, it was red. I bought it in LA, like 99 cents before, you know. And I held on to that record just because it was red, you know. And now to see how much crazier you could make the artwork on the vinyl, it's it's really nice to see that. Absolutely. You know? I Absolutely. think it's like a lost art form. Though. That That's exactly what it is. Um, I tend to address what we do as art where sometimes the industry would like to put a cap on what music can be sold, how much music can be sold, the price point on music, where on art there is not a price point. It's the price point that you set at the end of the day. So, yeah, we might sell our vinyl limited edition for $100 a piece. You know what I'm saying? We have a beautiful fan base that is willing to support what we do. And they're invaluable. We do this for them. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason why we put out our music via download to them first mm -hmm. before it hits the streaming world. Once it hits the streaming world, of course, it has legs of its own and it's going to do what it do at that point. But it's important for us to support those who support us first right. before anything And else. I think that website platform that you guys made up, as far as like you got to sign up and that's, that's genius. Subscriber-based. You know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. That's ingenious right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't understand. So you, so you sign up to the site, and then, like he said, when the album drops, you get it first. You gotta, you mean you got to pay for it, but I'm saying. Right, right. You get, before it hits the iTunes, the Spotify, you get the album first. That's a good idea. Yeah, a yeah, great we, idea. We, we created um, a, a blueprint as far as how we sell music, and... I remember back when we was th um, first putting this together, we kind of knew that we had the kind of fans that were supported, but it was important to do this because, truth be told, the way streams pay artists is disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? You're basically getting hundreds of cents mm -hmm. on the dollar per stream, and it's ridiculous. So we felt by doing this, this will allow us to put out music, get into the black first, and then allow the music to have a, a world of its own once it gets to streaming. And then it the cuts the middleman out, kind of. It went kind on of, your website, and you basically control... Well, be that. clear. This And again, I, I remember having a conversation with um, Rob Marksman as he was on um, CNBC talking about our streaming model. You know what I'm saying? Right. As I always remind people this is not an assault on streaming this is not a war on streaming this is just more or less us trying to find a different way to play the game at the yeah. end of the day they gave us one thing right we're creating something else that allows us to be stable right you know what i'm saying in the music because i think with your platform is more control over you guys product like you guys that's your work that's for for rock. That's um, rock always mentions. That's in, it's that's very important to him. Yeah, that he's able to control how it moves, yeah. the narrative around it moving, and the 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 giving of the music artistically, giving of the music to the people who truly support us first. Mm -hmm. That's again very important. There's always going to be the fly by fans, and right. that's love. That's right. love. If that's if your thing is going to iTunes and getting it, or your thing is streaming, 
beautiful. That's love as well. It's it's really important that you get it out to those people because those are the people that are in like the ripping crews where the music goes further, you know, like they tag it, they put it out, you know, for people. I, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? And uh, yeah, that's the, that's amazing. Like, you know, to keep something like that still going because it's like that's a dying thing as well. Like O'Day, like the ripping crews, all that shit is like they're hurting because of, like Spotify and stuff like that. Well, ultimately, it's it's once we get it, we put it out there, we allow people to do with it as they will. Bear in mind, you know, again, this is a streaming world. You can't deny this. You know what I'm saying? I have a 14-year-old daughter. She spends her life with a phone in her hand. <laughs> Every playlist, all the things that they listen to is readily available right in your hand. So it's not as if we are trying to deny ourselves from that energy or deny ourselves from that platform. Again, we just want to be able to have options. And that, to me... And anything in life, that to me is the most important thing, being able to have options in whatever you decide to do instead of having to be forced to do whatever is provided to you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with how the model of vinyl is going, will we ever see a rock project solely just for vinyl? We have. Um, we put out a project called The Prequel. Um, we put it out just purely for record um, record store day and we didn't put that music out on any sort of streaming platforms or anything mm-hmm. like that you know what I'm saying um, songs like Not One Mama's Song things of that nature classic rock Marciano songs but yeah. Not One was something that was an original piece as well and yeah I mean it's it's if if you're if you're putting out music via vinyl you gotta be able or you should be want to support such a platform by putting out music that is just strictly for the vinyl heads you know what i mean so yeah absolutely the quality of the music on vinyl is like so good you know a lot of people don't realize that that vinyl quality is like as far as like cds tapes like vinyl is the top of the food chain for that definitely but you also have to um make sure you're getting around the right engineers shout out to my guy boone you know what i'm saying for which you are really getting the best sound quality put into those pieces of vinyl. Because, yes, there are certain pieces of vinyl that you listen to, and it's just audibly terrible. It's just a fact. So, mm-hmm. um, again, more of those situations where you want to shout out the people that make it all happen. So a great engineer is very important. Shout out to your engineer back there as well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Josh does this thing, you know? Absolutely. Lightning quick with the episodes. God, listen, listen. You you need those those integral parts and people yes. who really know their way around this game. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we can always talk about the rapper or the or the podcast host, but it takes a team to make things like like what we do work. Mm-hmm. Where does this go next? Like you're making music. Like are they gonna, like movies or like boxing? You gotta have people fight. Like I don't. Like, is there a next step for this? Um, music is, is, is something that ultimately is going to find its way in every part of life. You know what I'm saying? Music is, I'm sure, like you, like me, you know, you wake up and probably the, one of the first things you do is turn on something. So yeah. music is a part of people's lives. So, you know, of course you hear the soundtracks of movies, um, especially hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Um, the jingles on commercials. You know what I'm saying? 
um, different sort of streaming platforms that is just purely audible. You know what I'm saying? It, it's got to the point where we don't see as many video channels anymore, but you, but the audio channels are always still available. You know what I mean? So music is enough, you know what I'm saying? As far as the placement of music, that is never going to stop and it's just going to keep going forward. I think you would be a good Twitch streamer. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I think you yeah. would be a good Jeez live streamer. Yeah, I, I, I'm just so not into the me sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Not I just true. want to just pass information. Bro, you know he's not saying? a Twitch streamer, bro. He's a Twitch streamer. No, he's I'm, not. I'm not a Twitch streamer. Not, if he turned on the camera, he could be. Not in his lifetime. I do very little clubhouse as well. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, all of those things are helpful to overall. You know what I'm saying? And you definitely have to kind of play the game. You definitely have to be a part of where the audiences are at. You know what I mean? So... Do I want to be a part of the streaming world? Nah, that's not my thing. But you'll find me there every once in a while. That's a fact. Mm. So uh, let's 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 go off topic a little bit because he he likes to talk about politics. Um, yeah, that's what you said last episode. But anyway, it was going. Jazz, give yeah. me your give, give me your opinion on uh what happened in Washington. I would love to hear your opinion about <laughs> these hooligans going into the Senate. Of course, that was an insurrection. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you could say the obvious things like, you know, if, if that was a bunch of people of color. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Those things would have definitely took on a whole different energy. Mm-hmm. Might have been some deaths. Might have definitely would have been a lot more arrest. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, definitely. Um, there's things that could be learned from what happened as well. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And this is the part that people are not going to want to hear. You know what I mean? For you to for you to acclimate change, you have to do something different. For you to get the respect of governments and people that are in government, you have to rebel a little. Um, revolution is the center of this country and its independence. So I'm not one of these people that's always like, oh, go, go run and vote. I, God bless you if you do. I completely understand if you do. Mm-hmm. But there has to be some other things that, are, that you must be willing to want to do if you truly want to perfect change. Mm-hmm. Or, if, or you're just talking just for the masses and you just want a more comfortable enslavement. You know what I'm saying? And um, over 400 years... You know what I'm saying? People of color, Asiatics, have been enslaved on some level in some as- aspect. And that enslavement, enslavement is still going on today. Yeah, sometimes it's mental slavery. It's not even physical Absolutely. slavery. Absolutely. So, again, for you to want something different, you definitely have to shake things up a little bit. So, again, um, as far as what happened out there, again, it's, 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 ridic- it's kind of ridiculous yeah, that you know, what I'm saying you could definitely tell that <laughs> it was some inside job working. Yeah, he going wanted on. it to happen. I mean, you, know you, I mean? you saw you saw the police letting them in. Ex- exactly, there was there was photo <laughs> like, opportunities with some of the security that was involved. So again, I, I I'm not stupid, and we're not stupid. Yeah. So things things like that don't happen without some help exactly. in it happening at the end of the day. But like I said, there's 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 some things that could be used. In how we move, and how we do things, 
and how we need to get the attention of the powers that be so that we can really have justice for everyone mm -hmm. and not just justice for a segment of people. Yeah. What do you say, GK? Oh, all right. So I don't like to give my, my political views really on anything publicly. I'm just saying, what did you so, think about them running in the Senate? Look, there's only one... You can only say that you don't agree with it because mm -hmm. if you do agree with it, you're a domestic terrorist, mm -hmm. right? So publicly, you got to say you don't agree with it. If I was to say, yeah, I agree with it, your channel might get banned, mm -hmm. podcast might get taken down, right? Mm -hmm. So we have an even bigger problem, and that's free speech, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I don't know what we could possibly do about it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I disagree with what happens in Washington, D.C. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. that's, that's a very politically correct answer, yes, and that's you know, completely understandable. Yeah, he, he know he tends to go that way. Uh, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But, but um, what he says is one hundred percent right. There is some issues with you know what I'm saying certain freedoms, especially freedoms of freedom of speech. But again, these are things that are not new to how we live these days, and where a segment of audience is able to speak their mind and another segment of audience may not be able to do so, and, and if they do, there's severe consequences. Mm -hmm. Repercussions, as they exactly, say. Exactly, exactly, I, I come with it. I don't tend to go that way, mm -hmm. but when I voted, right, we'll just cut right to the fucking chase. I didn't vote for either one of these guys. Mm -hmm. I wrote in, you know? So, like, no, I don't go one way or the other. I think that both sides are fucking nonsense. Mm -hmm. And the answer's somewhere in the middle. Right. You know? It always is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I don't really go left or right. I just, you know, I kind of watch it for entertainment, and that's just the way I view it. You know, it's all entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, who doesn't want to see a train wreck? <laughs> so, <laughs> we know you do. Yeah, of course. But, um... So Jazz, what what uh new projects you you working on uh, that you can talk about? Because I know you know the yeah. veil of secrecy is thick over yeah, here. There are certain things that I can't talk <laughs> about that I really would like to talk about. Yeah. But um, there will be a new Stove God album coming very soon. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Executive produced by Rock Marciano. Woo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rock is gonna. Do as we did before with Reasonable Drought out now. Mm -hmm. um, Rock is going to set the sound bed for the project and set the energy for the project. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to everything that Stove God does. Again, he's an incredible artist. <coughs> and I'm really... How do you spell his name? Um, Stove God, literally as it's spelled, S-T-O-V-E-G-O-D, Cooks, C-O-O-K-S. Stove right. God Cooks. I'll check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be receiving a lot of work from Rock Marciano this year as well. Um, I don't want to put exact names on certain things, right. but a lot of the things that people have been looking for from Rock in the past years, 
you'll hear them in 2021 definitely hmm. definitely and so does this mean like uh vinyl does it mean just well that that's that's a natural um natural way that we do things you're always going to get vinyl from us you know what i'm saying you we're always gonna you're always gonna be able to go to our website first and get the music if you're a subscriber to our website you know what i mean and and again there's always going to be cds and possibly tapes available you know what i'm saying um, keep, keep everything out there to me it sounds like there's some type of huge feature like a jay-z feature or something who knows yeah <laughs> who knows all right who that's knows? the that's the vibe I got. who knows you know what <laughs> I'm saying? we're doing a lot we're doing a lot of different things you know what i'm saying if if you're paying attention to the social network world, some things have been said in the last week or two. So, you know what I'm saying? Stay tuned. Yeah, stay don't, tuned. It's don't break, be fun. Don't break the NDA. Yes, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. But yeah, man. Um, so uh, other than that, um, what are you, what are, you know what I'm saying? Don't you miss when we can go to live shows and like Rocky had his, his customary Christmas show? That I missed last year, and I'm and I'm mad yeah. at myself. Yeah, you missed an incredible one last year, bro. You but the ones saying? I didn't, the ones I saw, like listen, I've seen rock in Atlanta, I've seen rock in Texas, I've seen rock in here, bro. He, I'm telling you, if you have never seen Rock Marciano live, you don't know what you like. This guy's phenomenal live, bro. Appreciate that. We, yeah, we we give it up. You know what I'm saying? It's important for people to see and feel the music. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's lost with this whole pandemic thing as far as no live shows. Just speaking to the last show, which was last December with Rock and West Side Gun as the headlines mm -hmm. and at Sony Hall, you had that place shaking. Rocking. Completely sold out. Everyone that was there kind of felt like it gave it gave that classic New York feel where everyone was there. A lot of hip hop luminaries was there. And everyone just was just—it was an animal house. In there, I think the year I was there the year before when uh, Buster came out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was um, at Highline. You know what I'm saying? And again, Buster's a a, a starch rock Marciano advocate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Their friendship spans not just businessly, but a lot of years. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And Buster is very proud of what Rock has been able to do on its own. You know what I mean? So it's it's dope as far as that relationship is concerned. But to answer your question, I sorely miss live shows. Mm -hmm. Sorely miss live shows. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to put something together very soon. Um, I'm putting some virtual shows together. Oh, okay. And it, um, information Twitch. about that will be very soon. Twitch. Uh, not Twitch. Not Twitch. Um, Again, if you know anything about me, I'm one that I want to control the vessel that I put our content gotcha. on. You know That's what I'm saying? The way in, to which, do it. in which Twitch is controlled by a bigger set of circumstances which would not allow us to monetize properly. Mm -hmm. So um I'm working with some people. My man Robbie, you know, you know Robbie. Robbie Paul, Fingers. You know what I'm saying? My and, old um, podcast meet. Absolutely. And FanFest is the um platform. And we're planning on doing some amazing things with that platform, which oh. will allow us to stream, monetize, sell merch, and connect. You know what I'm saying? People can conversate while they're, you know what I'm saying, viewing the stream. So 
I'm I'm excited as far as what we plan on doing in 2021. Well, you said FanFest? Yes, that's the that's streaming the, platform. That's the streaming platform. Gotcha. Just, just hit up Robbie Fingers. She'll explain it to you. Yeah. yeah. So before we end the show, because we, we are about to end this, um, I just want to tell you, Jazz, uh, one of the reasons why I really give Rock a lot of respect as an artist, and this as a human being, because I know him personally, um, yo, when he rhymes, he doesn't rhyme where the song is behind, he's he just rhymes the songs. And I mean, I've seen him for years and he's never used that technique. Well, you know how some, well, I mean, it's how some people, they have their song playing in the background and they're rhyming. Rock never, I never heard him do that. Well, um, again, I'll, this is the moment that I'll talk a little shit. You know what I'm saying? First off, as far as I'm concerned, ain't no, there's nobody better than Rock. Nobody. I don't La, care. You know what I'm saying? Yo. I don't care who you want to mention. I don't care, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Older cats, younger cats coming in the game. No one's better than Rock. Um, his style, again, a, he's a style merchant. He has a lot of different swords for which he can channel at the end of the day. But for what you're talking about, that is a very jazz sort of style. Like if you listen, if you listen to jazz music and and the creators of that sound, they're able to scat. They're mm-hmm. able to find different points and gaps in the music and fit whatever ideals or or instrumentation they need in those little gaps. Rock kind of uses his voice as an instrument to do exactly that. You know what I'm saying? And again, it's it's to me it's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As far as the musical theory behind the MC, not just the fact that he's able to put verbs and nouns together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, rock is rock is incredible. Mm-hmm. And on that note, so where can they find you if you want to be found on the internet? Let's just start off by saying this. Always, for all information, Rock Marciano orientated. You know what I'm saying? You can visit the site rockmarcy.com. That's first and foremost. All of our music, merch, any sort of drops are all there. You know what I'm saying? Rock can be found at um, IG Rock Marcy. You know what I'm saying? IG on Twitter, Rock Marcy. And as far as myself, I'm Jazz UN Gang on all social networks. Jazz, J-A-Z-Z, U-N, G-A-N-G on all socials. Yeah, holla at me. You know what I'm saying? I'm always readily available to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. GK. Don't want to be found this week. <laughs> okay, so we'll try next week. Um, You can find me on Instagram, Polo Ferrata. Or you can look up the Super Feet Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, the podcast is everywhere. So your local podcast providers, we're on YouTube, Super Feet, Super Feet Podcast. Super um, Thank you, Jazz, for coming through. Um, we'll have you again. Hopefully your Sergio Zucchini suits will come. And At some we'll, point. And, you know we'll, and we'll have a good meet up and chat. Yeah, the mail, the post office game is is, is they hating right now. Hater. They hate hating. They hating right now. But you know what I'm saying? Soon, soon, my, soon. My drip should have been here, but oh, you know, such geez. is life. Oh my gosh. But anyway, we're gonna get out of here. We'll be back next week with another guest. Um, I'll see you guys later. Ciao. Peace. Podcast. Peace. Billy, nice son. Broadway Billy, nice son.
Mike Fizzleton, the dark enhancement, the gallery department, brain so big, the words make you get a head enlargement, the first up early eating breakfast and turkey sausage, I'm young Tony Bennett in the silver and black phantom, nothing rented, yellow balls in the truck, you ready to play tennis and tennis, don't touch if you wiser with hand sanitizer, tap my chauffeur driver, I'm Don Wilson, magnificent, so brilliant, escorted with tuxedos inside the building, hors d'oeuvres and chat rooms, rapper starstruck, hiding from me in the bathroom, she got a fur coming down on the steps, big on her neck like a baboon. Slide to the side in the King Calloway shoes. The fretter with Annabelle going up the stairs. Come here, dear, like Gomez with Morticia. Y'all hold the door for me when I enter. Platinum plaques, Mr. Atlantic, Motown special, driving off. Sammy Davis in the door, man, hand me the ladies. Dorothy Hamill, you look gorgeous, lady. Elegant while the many are irrelevant. Don't miss the ballistics. Broadway Billy. Nice side. Broadway Billy, nicer. Broadway Billy, nicer. Broadway Billy, nicer. Huh. My light brighter than a thousand suns. The pump shot, he come with the round drum. The gun woke the whole town up. Uh. I'm cold blooded. I need a cold in the summer. I'm always by the stove like an old woman. This is home cooking. They ain't put the shit in the booklet They broke the kid and left him stuck like a pen cushion They kept it pushing No bullshit Crept on the next jokes like a leopard in the bushes All I can smell is pussy There's no word to better put it Dumped the big joint out the voice in Detroit I had the cardies on, niggas thought I was Royce Left him moist Collect toys with the extra coins I'm poised We mix the soda with opioids We on that boy Got a few plugs, past true boy. Uh-huh. It's true joy. As long as I don't lose my voice, all I need is to stew one cue.